Welcome back to the Caps on Sports podcast. I am your host for the second week in a row. I'm Anthony Mano, joined this week by Tyler Blumenstick, Nicholas Tobias with the Shades, and Sam Meehan. Fellas, how are we doing? Stick, why are you doing giving well. him a round of applause? I mean, because he won two weeks in a row and I'm seven and 13. Yeah. I'm in no place to talk about anything other than <laughs> applaud the winners. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. All right. Pretty much it. That's it. It's a new Mano, week. What will we starting out with here, man? Are we going to start from the top? Uh, are we going to run a Thursday yeah, game I mean, this week? Yeah. Can yeah, we run through the record game. real quick first for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of ugly, sure. But... All right. So through week four, Tyler, you are. Um, seven wins, 13 losses for a 35% win percentage. 35% win percentage. It's not awful. I could have a good week and I'm right back in it. Yeah, you could. Or you could have a bad week like you have been having and be right back down in the... (laughs) It hasn't been bad. It was one and four, two and three. pretty bad. Two and three, two and three. I'm hovering around even. We picked five games. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, we're getting a little late in the season now for you to... Late in the season, a little, oh, well, a little late in the season. We're four yeah, a games late in. The, yeah, a little late in the, late in the <laughs> season. You, you want to build a cu- you want to build yourself a cushion, though. You don't want to be you don't want to be scrambling. You think I'm trying to do? You think I try to go seven and thirteen? Yes. No. Yes. Stick as a talent of yours, going seven and thirteen. Proud of you. Bro, I don't know. What, I'm pretty talented. I, what I succeeded. All right, who's in third? Am I in third or is Sam? In so third? yes. Uh, no, Sam is. In, oh no, no. Okay, I see what you're saying. Nick, you are in third place with a record of eight wins, 11 losses, and one push for a 40-win percentage. I mean... Not bad. Better than I mean, li- listen, my I'm, I'm not going to lie. My picks on this uh, podcast are way worse than what I actually put on for the whole entire week. Um, Likely story. You should try not doing that. Like, uh, all right. Should consider picking you know winners what? on this. Follow my follow my action network if you don't believe me, because now Stick's gonna Humble make plug. me check. Plug. <laughs> all right, well, you check. Sam is a whopping nine wins, eleven losses, and no pushes for a forty-five percent win percentage. Better than the both of them. I want to. I want to like really look back at the, some of these results. Yeah, I got a couple bad beats in there, but whatever. It's tough. It's, it's tough hard on here. the streets. And uh, I am crown champion so far, uh, thus far, with 12 wins, seven losses, and one push for a 60% win percentage. The push annoys me, man. I'd, I'd rather that be a win, but that's not Chicago my money game, back, isn't it? It's, I'm pretty sure so. it's the if, Chicago Bengals game. You're telling right? me it's the it Chicago Bengals game. Plus three. If you're telling me it's the Chicago game and you also have a push, then I'm inclined to believe that it is also the Chicago game. Yeah, because I think you and me both took Cincinnati plus three, and they lost. No, you're on opposite mm-hmm. sides. Yeah, the, no, yeah, the, either way. Oh, uh, well, yeah, either, know, okay. Push. Yeah, it was week two. Either way. Mm. All right, either way, listen, this this is the week where the boys in the bottom half bounce back. So, Stick, you and me right here, buddy, the bottom half. Yeah, no better way to get it kicked off. We got a Thursday night football game. Should be yes, a good sir. one. We have the Seahawks playing host to the Rams. Uh, the spread right now is Rams minus two and a half. The total is 54 and a half. Stick, you have a pick on the Rams. Talk 30 to Let's me. Go. Let's go, yeah. Stick. So, Let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Rams this year. I have them at like plus 205 to win the West. Um, took that preseason. Then I haven't placed a bet yet, but I've been monitoring it. I do like them to win the Super Bowl. I feel like they have a solid little recipe there. They have the coaching staff, they have an offense, and they have a defense. 
pretty much the three pillars you need to uh, be a good football team. But no, as far as Thursday goes, Thursday night, 8.20 p.m., it's a short week for both of these teams. Um, Seahawks just got a win, though, against Minnesota. Uh, was it Minnesota? No, no, no. Cleveland San Francisco. San Francisco. Um, and the Rams lost first game of the year. And when that's why I like them, um, especially on a short week. You have the good coaching staff with Sean McVay. You have a short, uh, short week coming off a loss against a good team. I think that it's just all business for the Rams this week. Seahawks have a pretty uh, Swiss cheese defense. So mm. I like the Rams and Matt Stafford to really get going. I'm starting Matt Stafford in fantasy this week. Um, he's going to shred the Seahawks defense. Cooper Cup's going to have a probably like eight for 130, maybe a touchdown or two. Um, but yeah, also like the over in this game. I think the Seahawks are going to put points up. I think the Rams are definitely going to put points up. But yeah, Rams uh, minus two and a half. I think laying less than a field goal on the road is uh, pretty solid. I mean, I'm going to echo this because I had this game sitting in the queue for a long time. Um, I, I already I have L.A. actually minus three because um, I bought up a point, a whole ass point because I was minus two. I bought up a whole point. I got a minus three at plus one ten um, off of bet MGM a couple week a couple days ago. Um, the only reason I didn't have this as an official pick is because I think the line is very weird. I don't know why it's only two and a half. I mean, I get. LA's it, it both teams are playing on a short week and I guess you give home field um, a little bit more of a juice when you're uh, Seattle but LA's pretty good and you know stick you highlighted almost like how you were thinking about debating taking the one Super Bowl I took them the one Super Bowl at plus 840 because I figure the value can only go up from there um, yeah. I mean LA's clearly the better team um, LA has the the better overall team offensively and defensively. I think it's an easy minus two and a half, but that's why I'm skeptical. I took them minus three, so I'm going to take LA here, but it's not an official pick for me. But I just want to echo everything you said. I think LA is clearly the better team here, and I don't really know why the spread is the way it is. So I think if both teams are on a normal week, non-normal rest, and this game is in LA, I bet this line is probably five and a half, six in favor of LA. Um, I think yeah, it's at like, least seven. I think it's at least seven because I think LA's defense is going to wreak havoc on Russell Wilson. You see what what the San Francisco did, San Francisco 49ers did last week. And granted, San Francisco's defense kind of took a step back. Their pass rush is the same as it was last year. If the 49ers defense can get a pass rush, you think LA can get a pass rush with 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 Aaron Donald and everybody? Okay, sorry, I'll go on. Forget it. No, I agree with you. And, and Seattle's offensive line is just porous it's not good death taxes and a crappy seattle uh seattle offensive line yeah um the fact that they're home here is a little bit scary i know they they're like dominant at home they're on one this year and they got kind of trounced by um uh who'd they play they played was it they this? Played, i know they played minnesota on the road but i mean home home field it was tennessee it was tennessee Yes, they lost Tennessee. They, yeah, they lost to Tennessee. At I home. mean, personally, I'm more concerned about a divisional game here than a home mm-hmm. field game for Seattle. I think because it's a divisional game, that's probably why it's two and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, solid Thursday game. Uh, next thing we got uh, across the pond, if you will, uh, is Sunday, 930 in the morning, bright and early. We got the Jets because who doesn't want to wake up to watch the Jets? <laughs> 
They oh, this is a London game. I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, this is a that's London why it's nine thirty. Yeah, that's why it's nine thirty in the morning. Who doesn't want to wake up and watch Jets Falcons on a Sunday morning at nine thirty? Uh, the spread here is Atlanta minus three. The total here is forty six. I'm the only one with a pick on it. I'm taking Atlanta. Um, there's been some uh, some rumblings in Atlanta that Matt Ryan is uh, not happy, and uh, he came out I think today or maybe it was yesterday and said those reports are just basically like not true, right? So as a result of that. I'm going to take Atlanta because I feel like now they got something to prove, right? They're going to London. Their name was besmirched as they are on the plane going over there or at the practice facility, wherever they were. Now Matt Ryan and that team and Arthur Smith are going to be like, all right, let's get a good game plan. The Jets are coming off a really good win against Tennessee where they, uh, where they took that game to overtime and it came down to a missed field goal by, uh, by Reggie Bullock. So or not Reggie Bullock, it's Randy Bullock, wrong sport. Um, <laughs> but I think for this line to be minus three is 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 more of a um, an insult to the Falcons than a than a compliment to the Jets. I don't think um, I don't think they'll be able to hold them to hold Atlanta's offense back a little bit. The defense is a little bit more concerning, but Atlanta's starting to get into a, into a little bit of an offensive rhythm. I, I think they'll be able to exploit the Jets here uh, in London. I'm going to echo Mano real quick. Um, I have Atlanta winning by at least a touchdown here. So um, I, I think the only reason it's minus three is because it's neutral. It's a neutral field in London and no one really knows what's going on. Um, just performed last week against the Titans, but the Titans really don't have a defense. So I don't really care no. about that. Cool. All right. So next game we got, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers who, um, I don't know if you guys have seen, but they're not good. Um, they are hosting the Denver Broncos, who uh, are at least a solid team. Uh, the line here is Pittsburgh minus one, and the total is 39 and a half. This kind of surprises me. Nick, you're the only one with a pick on it, though. Tell me why. Um, listen, the, the, the only thing the Pittsburgh Steelers have going for them is their defense. Um, personally, I've completely given up on Ben Roethlisberger. Um in their offense as a whole, I mean, just getting what 17 points last week against a very uh, a subpar Green Bay defense was a struggle for them. Um, Big Ben doesn't seem like he can make a throw past three yards over the line of scrimmage. Um, Najee Harris is clearly a workhorse who deserves you know more touches, more good looks, and they're just not giving it to him. Um, I, I don't think the change of quarterback or possible change because I think. Um, as of today, as of Wednesday at 7.05, I believe Teddy Bridgewater is still in the concussion protocol, so Drew Locke is taking all first-team snaps. Um, I, I don't really personally see a difference in the Denver Broncos offense. I actually think it kind of improves, especially in the passing game, um, especially you know the mid-to-long field passing game. I think Drew Locke is a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater, even though Teddy Bridgewater is having a good year. Um, that's besides the point. Denver, I think, is a better all-around team than Pittsburgh. You said Drew Locke was a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, I firmly. I would like to know if you have ever watched Drew Locke play football before. I have watched Drew Locke play football before. And granted, he throws more interceptions. I think he gives them more of a chance to win. Teddy Bridgewater is going to throw a five-yard pass. I don't know. It don't, it don't matter. G- give, me, give me Denver plus one. I'm going to leave it at that. I think they win this game by 
at least six points. So you're going to be plus one on the road. I don't think Heinz Field means anything um, to a really bad Pittsburgh team who can't figure it out offensively. Because um, what is it? It's going to be 14 to 20. I mean, that's what this game is going to be awful. It's going to be a low scoring game. Um, I mean, I would contemplate taking the under, but just give me, give, give me Denver plus one on the road. Um, plus one and a half is what I have, but I'll take plus one. You're always shaving points over there. Yeah. Every week, every week with this guy. Again, no. again, this is why you grab lines early because when, when stuff happens like this and I'm shaving points, it's just because I'm sifting through lines early in the week. It's not my fault. That's your fault for not sifting through lines early in Little the week. Little do you know, Nick, these are mostly opening lines. Okay, well, I don't use an offshore bookie. Sure, sure. Ooh. All right, what do we got? <laughs> Next up, Jesus. <laughs> Next up, we have the Minnesota Vikings playing host of the Detroit Lions. The line here is my, uh, Minnesota minus seven and a half, uh, and the total here is forty nine. Nobody's got a pick on this one, but does anybody have any thoughts right off the rip? I'll give me a quick hitter. Give me stay good. Stick ahead because I want to. I, I, I got one thing. There are a couple of things freaking me out it. about this. One, okay. the fact that it's a half point above seven and a half for Minnesota. Then the other part of it is the fact that. The Detroit Lions are a backdoor cover scare machine. Um, they've done it like two, three weeks in a row at this point. They actually did backdoor cover two weeks ago and did not last week. Um, and the Vikings just only scored seven points against the Cleveland defense that has been in shootouts for the last two, three years, ever since they've been building their offense. So, yeah, I just don't want to touch it. Pretty much it. Don't know what either of these teams truly, truly are. Um, TJ Hawkinson and Penice will mispractice. Uh, with a knee and ankle injury, respectively. Uh, DeAndre Swift was limited with a groin injury, and Jamal Williams was limited with a hip injury. So we can monitor those as we go on. I mean, I think it's early in the in the, in the the practice week to really think too much into these injuries or, or limited in practice, but um, it is something to note that Detroit had three turnovers in the red zone last week against the uh, Chicago Bears, which is a heavy factor as to why they weren't in the game last week you figure you only turn the ball over once in the red zone that that game's probably a lot closer than it was supposed to be um i really want to take detroit plus seven and a half because i i i don't i don't know I, I, I'm on Detroit all year, and I really don't know why. And I feel like every week I'm saying I want to bet Detroit. And this is the fifth week in the row that I'm saying I want to bet Detroit, but I'm just not going to do it this week. Just every Divisional year you game. find a dog shit team to, like, get attached to all season. Like, Jacksonville yeah, it, last year. It was Jacksonville last year, and it's Detroit this year. Miami. You know, it's true. They were in bad. Miami. I, I was. I was on Miami a couple weeks. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's facts. All right. So <laughs> it I guess turned out Detroit's to be, like, like, good, though. Miami's not good. They were last year, though. Yeah, they were a cover machine last year. Not yeah. This year, they're awful. Yeah, I mean, two, two is a bust. What do you say? Okay, next. Two is right. a bust. Two <laughs> is Sam, a you bust. got nothing on Minnesota and Detroit? This game's going to suck. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly why uh, we should right, take Detroit. I got it. Right. Over, under, six times, six and a half times, they show this game. They show Minnesota and Detroit on red zone. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, got to get in the red zone. Forty nine is really high. I'll, I'll, t- I think they're gonna get like seven or eight times, but it's gonna, it's not gonna be good. It's gonna be, mm. you know, the center snap, like prematurely snapping it again into Jared Goff's chest, mm. stuff like that. I mean, I think and they Minnesota's show it's Scott Hansen cuts away. Yeah, Minnesota's defense is bad. I think 
Cleveland Cleveland ran a really bad play scheme last week against him, which is why they only scored 14 points. But that's besides the point. Win's a win. Win's a win. Yeah, that's true. All right, next up, we have uh, – wow, I almost just skipped like half the board. Geez. We have the <laughs> Bengals hosting the Green Bay Packers. Um, and the line here is Green Bay minus three. The total is 50 and a half. Uh, Stick, you and I have picks on this one. Uh, and spoiler alert, they're both for Green Bay. I, I think I have a pretty good solid reason why, and I'm guessing we're on the same page here. But, uh, I mean, Aaron, it's, it's, it's the Packers who have looked like one of the best teams in football and the Bengals who uh, maybe didn't sneak away a win against, uh, against the Jaguars, but uh, they didn't blow them out of the water by any means. I think the, the Bengals are a little overhyped here at home against the, against the Packers, but uh, do you have something different? No, I mean, not entirely different. I just feel like this line is super fishy. I actually took the opening line of Green Bay minus three and a half at even money on my site. Um, I think two days ago, like when it first came out, but now the line is down to three. Um, mm. I mean, I know it was already kind of leaning that way because I got even money on the three and a half. But like you look at these two teams, you have Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers, like you mentioned, and the offense that they have and the confidence and the experience. T Higgins should be back for Cincinnati. Joe Burrow looks like he's coming into his own. Jamar Chase has scored a touchdown pretty much every week, it seems. Um, Tyler Boyd is as solid of a slot guy as you want, but I don't know. I just feel like Green Bay is miles ahead, and this line is really, really, really fishy. Um, I could see a Green Bay blowout. I could see a close game, but I just don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to allow this game to be down to the wire at the end. Like, It's just not going to happen. It just, just won't simply happen. I just feel like this line is – I'm looking at this line the same way I'm looking at the Thursday night, the L.A. at Seattle line. Like, oh, why is it's it all – night and day, Nick. It's night and day. Those are two, I don't, like, decent teams. I don't think it's night and day. Um, I think it's I, – I mean, I think the public is going to – it loves Cincinnati as home dogs, um, giving them a field goal. And Cincinnati's kind of overperformed this year. I think Joe Burrow has looked a lot better than most people thought. Um, they did barely squeak out last week uh, on Thursday. Do you think it? Do you do, like? Do do you really think an extended week for Cincinnati is really going to mean um, an extra? You know, maybe four points at home. I I don't think so. I have Green yeah. Bay minus three that I already took um, in the bank account, but it's not an official pick. But that's just because it's fishy. So quickly before we move on, I'm just going to chime in here, or before somebody else chimes in, we've been going after Denver for going three and zero. Versus the Jets, the Giants, and I believe the Jaguars. Now you look at Cincinnati's schedule. They've beaten the Jaguars, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, and lost to Chicago. So none of those teams are impressive whatsoever. Um, we a, just that's a great point crap about Minnesota, but yeah, close and, game against uh, bad teams. And Nick, you said you're thinking the public's going to love Cincy. Eighty-one uh, percent of the bets are on Green Bay. Yeah, because the public. No. According to action, at least. Well, they're smart. That, that's that's kind of scary, then. Yeah, that's if I were to describe the public, I wouldn't say smart. So that's true. I'm definitely not a smart individual. <laughs> I'm wearing sunglasses inside. Vegas knows something. There are shenanigans afoot. All right, everybody, hands off. Sketchy line. Go mix it and be out too, for all we know. That's true. He could be. Uh, Jair Alexander is also out for the. Uh, uh, for the Packers. So something to monitor. 
Um, they're the favorite to land uh, Jalen Smith, I believe, too, who just got released by the um, by the Cowboys. But I doubt you see him in any capacity outside of like five snaps in a pass rush role, where he just his goal is to just run hit the quarterback. But we'll see. If that, um, if that yeah. Uh, next we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing homes to uh, oh, playing host to the Miami Dolphins. It is Tampa Bay minus 10 coming off an emotional win against uh, well, Tom Brady's coming off and again, uh, an emotional win against uh, his former team, the new England, uh, new England Patriots. I can't speak English. Oh boy. <laughs> um, the total is 48 here, but nobody's got any picks here. I, I, I just got a quick hitter here. I like Tampa Bay minus 10. I think they blow Miami out of the water. Um, I don't think Miami's that good this year. I think whatever they had last year was was exhausted in 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 a COVID year, and uh, now it's now everything is balanced out, and I I just don't see it for them. Another year, another quarterback for me. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll echo you real quick. I don't think Tom Brady loses another or, or a, is going to even get get close to losing another game for at least you know another four or five weeks because he's he's just gonna he's just so pissed off losing against the Rams. You know, two weeks ago, he's just going to go on an absolute tear. Miami sucks. Jacoby Brissett's their quarterback. Are you kidding me? Jacoby Brissett's <laughs> your quarterback. Like, cut the cut the bullshit. Um, good thing I put him on notable additions. Yeah, I mean, really notable <laughs> when he can't win a football game, right? Good he's for starting you. Starting quarterback. Yeah, but can he win a football game? No. I mean, the team is awful, and I think the team's even is just as bad um, with Tua because I think Tua doesn't really make a difference. I think their offensive play calling is absolutely horrific. <laughs> Um, but that's besides the point. I would go my uh, – I'm not touching this game because I think Tampa does blow them out of the water, but I know if I touch Tampa minus 10, they're going to get a win by fucking seven. It's tough. Speaking of uh, starting quarterbacks, T- uh, Davis Mills hosting Houston Texans against the aforementioned New England page. Look at that. Every come, everything comes full circle. We got New England minus t- – uh, New England minus nine. I can't speak English. Got New England minus nine. The total is 39 and a half. And Sammy, it's first time we've heard from you, but uh, on an actual pick. So, so play the hits, my friend. Yeah. I'm big on the, uh, the four o'clock slate this week, but um, yeah. So, I mean, despite losing last week, I think a lot of people were very impressed with Mac Jones mm-hmm. and, you know, I think he's definitely, he's definitely solid. Um, and Houston is not, <laughs> um, <laughs> no. yeah, we just, we just saw Houston get, what was it, 40, 40 nothing or whatever against Buffalo the other day? And, you know, I see Houston is kind of being like a little Jacksonville like last year. Oh, they're going to win. They win first game. Like, oh, are they okay? And then, no, they're, they're not. They're not good. I, I don't see Houston be able to score against a good New England defense. And if, if New England get 21 points, then it's going to be, this is going to be another ugly game. A lot, of, a lot of ugly games in the early slate, but. Yeah, give me New England. I think they can trip over and uh, and still end up uh, across the line and, and get a touchdown here. <laughs> exactly. So. Davis, Davis, got, Davis, Davis Mills has to play the New England Patriots coming off a pretty bad loss. Maybe not bad, but a pretty, you know, tough loss against, against the – rookie quarterback like that's that's mm. tough listen i'd be more inclined to take houston here if i didn't just watch the horrific play calling 
the past two weeks. That Thursday night game when they played Carolina, they did nothing but run the ball and run one-yard slants, and the same thing happened last week. Granted, it was raining in Buffalo. They did the same thing last week, which kind of really frustrates me because two weeks ago when they played Carolina in Thursday night game, the two-minute drill, Davis Mills ran a great two-minute drill. I don't know if anybody was watching. He ran a great two-minute drill. He was throwing the ball down the field. He was throwing pretty decent passes, but for whatever reason, they're not doing that anymore. So um, Houston's on my NBL until uh, Ty got comes back. Yeah, easily. Uh, okay, so next uh, we have the Washington football home. Uh, wa- wow, Washington football team playing host to the New England Patriots. Uh, I can't. I Mano, Mano, start start from the top. Run it back. Run I have to. Back. I have to. Re- I have to slow it down. Rewind. Run yep. it back. Who who who's playing here? Take it for we have the Washington football team playing home against New Orleans. New Orleans and oh, I, I wow. I think you got the Pelicans. You You might have the Pelicans. Yeah, I got the Yips. Get the Yips. I'm I'm up. I'm uh, I'm up two up and saying in my own uh, my own head right now. We have the Washington Football Team hosting the New Orleans Saints. The line here is New Orleans Saints minus two. The total forty four and a half. Nick, you have the first pick because I need to take a breath. Yeah, you definitely need to breathe a little bit over there. Um, Saints are winning by at least a touchdown here. I don't really think it's anywhere close. Uh, Washington struggled to hang in with Atlanta, who's got an awful defense. Um, and my another thing I'm thinking about, and I don't know if you like to think about uh, think about this, Mano, but the the next game, I think Washington's playing the Kansas City Chiefs at home next game uh, or next week, and maybe they're thinking, oh. Let me keep these players healthy. Let me be smart because next week we got a really big game that would be very big for our team. Um, I think Washington's going to play conservative. I think they're going to fall behind early, and I don't think Heineke's going to be able to come back. I think the Saints' defense is a lot better than I originally thought. Their offense is a little uh, suspect. Alvin Kamara hasn't really been getting it going in the receiving game, but I think the uh, I think Sean Payton's doing a good job of letting Jameis Winston make smart decisions, not being, not forcing the ball. Um, they were, the Saints probably should have won last week against the Giants. Be, let's be real. Sure. I mean, um, I, I, it's, there's no sugarcoating it. I think Washington's not that good of a football team. I think Washington's defense is a lot worse than it was last year. I have the Saints mm-hmm. winning by at least a touchdown here. So give me the Saints. Give me New Orleans minus two. I mean the the New Orleans the New Orleans Saints have a solid offensive line, right? They did, I don't think they allowed a pre, uh, a pressure against the Giants uh, uh, last week. That might be a indictment against the Giants more than like a a, a gold star against the uh, against the Saints, but I, I I can see them I can see them wash uh, keeping Washington, you know. Kind of like, kind of in the short game, right? If they can, if they can release the ball, right, and kind of attack deep field when they have opportunities, I think that's when Jameis Winston really excels, and um, that's kind of been the weakness for Washington here. I think New Orleans pretty much trounces the save, uh, trounces Washington, especially in a bounce back game here. 
Absolutely. Cool. So next game we got is Carolina at home against Philly. Carolina minus three and a half. And the total is 45. I am the only pick here. And I think Carolina, uh, I think they had a pretty impressive showing last week against Dallas. But uh, it was kind of their, it was, it was kind of like their show and t- uh, their show and tell game, right? Their offense kind of showed up, right? Kind of marched a little bit with the, with the Dallas team, showed that defense can kind of stick with it. They lost, but now they get, the Philadelphia Eagles who have not been good period. So I, th- I think three and a half is probably a too, uh, too small line here. So give me, give me Carolina by at least like seven here. I would, I would be pretty easy to, uh, to foresee this one. Anybody else got a, anybody else got a thought? I think I like Carolina. Philadelphia, I think Philadelphia covers. You think Philly covers? I think Philly covers. Why you just you just 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 feeling Philly? Just a, it's just a feeling for me. I think Hurts uh, hasn't really been playing bad as of late. Uh, I think it's just going to be offense. It's going to be every other play. These teams are going at, are going to go at each other. Um, I mean, I like Philly to cover here plus three and a half for sure. They don't let Jalen Hurts. Well, I don't know if it's J, if, if they don't let they don't game plan for Jalen Hurts to really do anything that he's not really comfortable with. So they're not throwing deep balls. They're not really. Um, you know, attacking the, the field down, uh, whoa, attacking the defense downfield, right? So I feel like you can probably attack the short games, attack the linebackers with, with Carolina, but they've been such a solid defensive unit this year. In five weeks, I'm, I'm inclined to think it's it's more uh, more the defense than, than a blip in the radar, but uh, I guess we shall see. Last one, uh, whoa, last one o'clock game we have. Talking too fast. That's the problem. <laughs> we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at home, uh, the fighting Urban Myers, if you will, against the ton, uh, Tennessee Titans. We got Tennessee minus four, total 48 and a half. Nobody's got to pick it here. And uh, I, I don't want to harp on anything Urban Meyer related. So does anybody have any football related? Skip. Uh, if uh, Skip. No, gun to my head. Tennessee mm-hmm. Titans are the pick here against the spread. Mm-hmm. I think the Jags are just lifeless pretty much. They yeah. They just look like no. they're whatever trying to figure they, it out, and that's it. Whatever life that they had, Urban Meyer just what he did, um, and and his you know submissive uh, you know stance against, uh, against it, not really coming out and like addressing the team or anything like that until like two days later. Uh, and there was a report I, I'm I'm not sure who dropped it that's basically said that the players laughed him off after he he apologized. So. I mean, if they come together and they play each other, they play for each other as opposed to play for Urban Meyer. Yep, then- yep. that's that. Now it's T Law's team, and that means Jags plus four. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, I mean, I I wouldn't be too confident uh, picking that, especially after uh, a hellacious week that we've had so far. Didn't even uh, have a Monday then, meeting. But yeah, he took a separate flight. Back to, I guess he didn't even go back to Jacksonville. He went to Ohio to his client. Anyway, we don't we don't have to talk to Urban. Cincinnati is in Ohio. Ohio. He did, he just didn't take the flight back, and he just partied instead. Uh yeah, he partied. Um, Sammy, you're up, buddy. <laughs> anyways, yeah. Next game we got we got the Raiders and Bears. Raiders home, coming off a loss, a uh, tough Monday night loss against the Chicago Bears. 
They are favored in here, though, minus five and a half. The total is 44 and a half. And Sam, you got the only pick here. So give me something. Uh, yeah. So people are kind of freaking out because, you know, Justin Fields looked, you know, pretty good on Sunday, which he did mm-hmm. against a, we'll call him a subpar Lions defense. Well, let's go back two weeks ago to the game against the Browns when they had, what was it, 47 yards total offense? I'm not saying it's going to be that dominant of a game, but, you know, Vegas, especially like the front four, is look, has been looking solid. So I think, you know, if they get pressure on fields, rattle them early, and this game can get ugly real quick. You know, they can get in his head, force turnovers, then I love I love the Raiders' offense. You know, it was a rough game against the Chargers on Monday night, but I still like this Raiders team. So minus five and a half, it's a little high for my liking. I'd Kind of expect them more to be like four, four and a half, but I, I still think they can get a touchdown uh, victory. So yeah, I mean, Chargers Vegas. have a solid. Chargers have a solid mm-hmm. defense in their own right, right? So it's no it's make, uh, no the Chargers. We're talking about the Raiders. Yeah, I know. So I let me finish. Oh, my Remember God. who they played? Chargers last week? have a solid. Yeah, they have a solid defense in their own right, and the Raiders. Struggled against them. See, that's where I was getting to, right? And I don't think it's a, I don't think it's cakewalk for them to, to you know, to host the Bears, who also have a solid defense. I think if they can iron out the issues that they had against the Chargers and, and execute against the Bears, then yeah, easily. But I, I agree, five and a half is a little, a little steep for uh, for my taste. But Sam, big risk, yeah. big money. And I, don't, so, yeah, I don't love it, but I. I don't know. I think a big bounce back week for Vegas. I'm feeling. Yeah. I think they're going to get big get bounce the, week. They're going to get big pressure on uh, Fields. All right. Sure. Next next pick we got here. We got the Chargers and the Browns. It's Chargers minus one and a half. And I think this line is where it is because the Browns kind of look like uh, uh, something that is colored the brown uh, colored brown against um, against the Vikings. Um, like I said, Chargers minus one and a half. We have a total of 46 and a half. Two picks here for the Chargers and one for Cleveland. Sam, I'll let you keep talking, though. Hit me with the Cleveland love. So, yes, I'm aware what Cleveland did offensively against the Minnesota Vikings, but I'm also aware of what they've done defensively this entire season. Uh, they've Their defense is like the best in the NFL right now. I mean, uh, total defense, they have by far their they're, Second total defense, uh, great rushing defense and that. So, yeah, this – I think if they have a little better game plan, I think they were, kind of, they were sleepwalking a bit against uh, Minnesota offensively. So, I, 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 Stefan's going to have a better game plan this weekend for the Chargers. So – and the defense keeps it up. And, yeah, I think Cleveland can, you know, win this game. Stick, you want cool. him or you want me to go? Two Chargers picks. Yeah, why not? Um, all right, so I'm going to play off of Sam's pick real quick. Um, I can see why you took Cleveland on the road here against the Chargers. Cleveland, very run-heavy. Chargers giving up about 460 yards on 90 attempts, so that breaks off to one of two teams in the league that through four weeks have given up over five yards per carry on the ground. Um, that spells disaster, but I think they're willing to handle it. Not willing to handle it, but I think they can handle it. I think they have the talent to do it. Um, especially if you're going to game plan against a team that you know is already missing Jarvis Landry. Odell Beckham has been whatever. Baker Mayfield is banged up. 
can't throw the ball extraordinarily well to begin with. I just feel like the Chargers are going to come out on top here. I feel like it's going to be a closer game down the stretch. Um, both of these teams, I feel like, have the tendency to disappear in the second half. So hopefully they score some points this week and make it a decent game. But that's it. I'm going Chargers minus one and a half. Um, so I'm on Chargers minus one and a half here. And granted, the Chargers are on back-to-back or they're on a short week. They just played uh, Monday night and now they're going to play Sunday. They're both home games, which I don't really, I mean, now you got no traveling, you take a couple of days off and you're fine. It's like, this, it's like Monday night never happened. Um, Cleveland plays Arizona next week at home, which is a big game. And maybe this is, you know, I've alluded in the, you know, previously in, in this podcast to where I think, you know, future games and look, look forward games mean something. Um, Sam highlighted the Raiders defense. The Raiders have a good pass rush. Um, the Raiders have a good pass rush and clearly Los, An- Los Angeles held up against it last week. Now, granted, Cleveland's pass rush is a lot different than Las Vegas's. I still think they'll do a good job holding it down. The Chargers can come back any day of the week. Herbert threw three touchdowns in the first half uh, last week on uh, Monday night, and he could do it again. He'll do it again, and he'll do it again. I think Herbert is arguably the second or third best uh, quarterback in the league right now or can at least have that potential to, to challenge Mahomes as number one, especially as a young guy. Um, give me Los Angeles at home. I don't really think it's going to be that close of a game. Cleveland's offense will not be able to keep up. They're going to have to run the ball, and they're going to have to rely on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt to run down the clock for them to stay in the game because who are they going to pass to? OBJ, who hasn't had a decent game all year. Austin Hooper, who had one good year in, in Atlanta three years ago. What else are you going to do? Baker can't hit a, hit a, hit anybody on a good, accurate throw. And Stefanski is blaming it on his on his non-throwing. Baker's non-throwing shoulder is sore, and Stefanski saying it's affecting his accuracy. I mean, as a as a former seventh grade quarterback, I don't really see. Hey yo, Nick, yeah, Nick, I mean, Nick, 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 Nick. As much as I want to agree with you here, look, let's just demonstrate this since we're on video here. So Baker's a righty. He would be throwing with this hand. You go, what do they teach you, Nick, to rip through like that? If this is a shoulder that hurts and you're going like that, I can see why. It might not take away from the power, but the accuracy, you feel it there. you got to be perfect as an NFL quarterback, so I'm not with you there. But I still, I still don't buy it. Give me Chargers minus one and a half. Oh, all right. Right, cool. so I, I never thought I'd get a, an anatomy lesson and a, a seventh grade quarterback. We were talking uh, about this before. At the same. I know you we were. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. A little two for one <laughs> different parts of the body everywhere. Um, all of sprinkled all over the podcast. Uh, next we have, wow. You guys, oh boy. Picks here. Here we go. you guys are menaces. We have the <laughs> Dallas good for Cowboys free for making this pick playing the New York giants. It is Dallas minus seven. The total here is 52 and a half, and we got two picks on the Giants, so I don't know which one of you degenerates want to take the first crack at it, but <laughs> be my guest. Have at it, Nick. Or Sam, rather. Hey, Nick, me, I'm yeah. not touching this game. Sorry, um, got messed up. I mean, the Giants are two dropped balls away from being a 3-1 football team. And an offside. No, oh, I yeah. guess the drop ball. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, the, right. you're right. The drop, t- the drop touchdown yep. and the yep. drop interception. And like a better team. They're just, they're just a whole better team away from Nick, being. Nick, smile. Smile and when the Giants are mentioned. 
I can't. I can't do it, dude. Daniel Jones looks great. Um, the defense is looking a little better. I think they got think that this win was a big spark for them, and they I wouldn't be surprised if they win this week, but I think seven points are gonna keep this game very close. So simple yeah. as that. Just the team the team's got the mojo going now. Just need that one win, give them a spark. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think it's gonna be a close game. I mean, I don't have it in front of me right now. I probably should have been a little bit more prepared for that. Um, especially on this game, but just off the top of my head, I can't really think back to any Giants Cowboys game that was more than a seven point difference between the winning team. Um, I don't think the Giants have gotten blown out by Dallas recently, and the Giants definitely have not blown out Dallas in the last five to ten years. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I think they, they're going to keep this close here. And as crazy as this sounds, um, Kadarius Tony had a pretty good breakout game. Um, welcome to the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think it was like five for 76. He doesn't deserve it one bit, but Jason Garrett, I'm going to have a little bit of faith, just a sprinkle of faith that he can keep that going and show Tony to the Dallas Cowboys. And after they went out and got CD lamb last year to kind of fortify that three man wide receiver set in Dallas, that the giants can do the same thing and actually push the football. So they don't need to win. I mean, I would love them to win, but all they got to do is cover. So Seven points on the Giants, it is. Yes, Stick, so, I love you. Uh, last season, uh, Giants-Cowboys games. Uh, in Dallas, the Cowboys won 37-34. And in New York, the Giants won 23-19. Yeah. I feel like if you bring that back a couple of years, like – Actually, 2019 were both, were both Dallas blowouts. Yeah, I mean, listen. That's a bad, that's, those are those two outliers, though. The rest of these games are real close. It's a division game, so you know the Giants always play the NFC East better than anybody else. Um, I think this is going to be a 10-point game the whole entire game, and I think the Giants fall short because, okay, so Stick, you highlighted Mr. Jason Garrett making a smart decision last week to make Kadarius Tony a very viable, very focused point of the offense, and now he should capitalize off that, right? He should. You'd think. You'd think that he should do that. You'd think they would do that. You think he would, but you know he's gonna he's gonna shit the bed. It's gonna be the same play calls every single every single drive, and it's gonna be a waste of time. You just like try to be positive. No, I can't can't try to be positive. I've been a Mets fan my entire life. I've been a Mets fan my entire life. I don't know how to be positive. Okay. I just know how to be negative and just how to see disappointment. And honestly, I don't expect much. I want to take the Giants plus seven here because I think they do keep it close. It's going to be a 10 point game the whole entire time. And then Daniel Jones is going to throw an interception on the last drive. It's going to break my heart. You want to hear the crazy part and why Jason Garrett probably doesn't deserve the faith that we're giving him? Um, they only scored what 27, 28 points, and 10 of those points or nine of those points were in the last, I don't know, eight minutes of the game. Literally the last two drives, the field goal to tie the game. And then listen, you you saw John Ross almost fumble that ball last week. Okay. If he fumbled that ball out of the end zone, that's typical Giants fashion. But, but and he I'm didn't. and I'm throwing my car across the state of New Jersey. Like I'd be so mad. I just don't right. they it. were they were a coin flip away from being owned for. Like we can we can Call a spade a spade. Like if they lost that coin flip, they were going to lose the way the, the, the game. And they that's a shitty NFL. That's a shitty. Game. It's a shitty rule. But like I mean, rule is the. the I mean, that's the rule. I mean, okay, God, please it's skip. 50-50. Skip. Skip. Get out, get uh, yeah. Out of this. No, we gone there. Okay. Get out, get out of it. So next we have the Arizona Cardinals, who are, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong here, the only undefeated team left. You are correct. I think you're right. All right. You are 100%. They are hosting the San Francisco 49ers. 
and they are favorited by five and a half points. Total here is 50. Nick, you are the only one with a pick here. Ride the undefeated teams. I did not believe in the Arizona Cardinals um, going into the season, and it took me about three, four games. Actually, it took me four games for me to believe in the Arizona Cardinals. What they did last week against the Rams was pretty impressive, and it is mainly on the defensive side of the football that I am impressed. Um, last year, the Arizona Cardinals defense was below average and very suspect and what was what held them back from being um, a playoff team last year. Through four games, um, I am convinced that this is a different year. Um, Arizona's offense is redonkulous. Um, A.J. Green is a fossil, but has somehow found success in Arizona, especially deep down the field. Granted, they have DeAndre Hopkins. You have Rondell Moore. You have Christian Kirk. Um, AJ, Max Green. Will- AJ Green. Max Williams, who, who has found somehow found some sort of remnants of a career left in Arizona. Chase Edmonds mm-hmm. behind, the, behind Kyler Murray. And also James Conner, who got written off in Pittsburgh. Their offense is full of studs. San Francisco, on the other hand, does not really have a starting running back. Um, their wide receiving core is a little weird it's injury it's injury prone Debo Samuel and Brayden Ayuk who has apparently not come to play all season George Kittle has had a calf issue that's been lingering him the past couple weeks and now they have Trey Lance as quarterback who's going to start his first game of the year um, on the road against a divisional opponent in an indoor stadium which I think is going to be loud as hell in Scottsdale Arizona Um, you're going to give me less than a touchdown for Arizona here one of the best teams in the league if not a top three team in the league, especially with offensive firepower. I don't think San Francisco is going to be able to keep up. I'm going to give Arizona at least a 10 point win here. Um, give me Arizona minus five and a half at home. Ditto. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Arizona's legit, right? We can... Arizona is legit. They're, they're legit. Um, so yeah, I'm very surprised. I, mean, I don't think Listen, I'll be the first to admit that I was wrong because going into this year, I thought Arizona was going to be frauds, and especially after the first couple of weeks, I thought they were frauds. I was, I was all aboard the fraud train. But no, I, I'm with you. I think this would have been a make or break, mm-hmm. re, uh, make or break year for uh, for Cliff Kingsbury if he didn't, uh, if if he started uh, started off slow. I think they would have, I think they would have fired him. Um, but now he's four zero, and he gets to keep his job for a little bit. Um, but we'll see how the rest of the uh, the rest of the season goes. But uh, next on the board, we have good game. We got the Chiefs yeah. at home in Arrowhead against the Bills. It's KC minus two and a half, 56 and a half is the total. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you could you just sneak that in there? Yeah, Sam I just I just I got rid of my I got rid of my indie <laughs> pick and decided to throw this in. Okay, okay, that's no problem. So you just snuck in an overpick. Tell us why. Because the Kansas City Chiefs cannot stop a nosebleed. The Buffalo Ooh. Bills, their their offense finding mojo after a disappointing week one. And the Chiefs, you know, their offense is still the same Chiefs offense we've been used to the past few years. Just, you know, I know it's a it's a big total and there's gonna be, you know, a pile of takes on the under here, but with the Chiefs defense, they the Chiefs defense is a legitimate issue right now. Um, you know, I'm not confident in them really making a run again at the Super Bowl this season if this defense doesn't, like, improve a lot. So, 
Yeah, I think, you know, both teams can get 30 pretty easily. Um, I think we're going to have something maybe not – we're not quite as many fireworks, but like the uh, the Rams-Chiefs Monday night game from a couple years ago, we're going to have that mm-hmm. kind of vibe just back and forth all game. And whoever gets the ball last wins here. So, yeah, give give me give me chaos. Give me a lot of points. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right with you. I mean, if this final score was 75-70, like a Pac-12 <laughs> freaking college football game, then I would not be surprised, to be completely honest with you. But, uh, Stick, you and I have picks on Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took the Green Bay Reigns. I'll let you have the Buffalo Reigns. Hit me. Okay. Um, all right, so I think it was week two, week three. Uh, whenever KC played the Ravens, the line was KC minus three and a half when we recorded. I looked dead into the camera, and what, I, what did I say? I said, anytime Patrick Mahomes is within four points on the spread, take it. <laughs> AC is now this week minus two and a half at home against the Buffalo Bills. And I'm on Buffalo. I'm not on Patrick Mahomes. Um, and that is a byproduct of Casey's defense, who Sam mentioned before, cannot stop a nosebleed. Um, on the other side of the ball, uh, the Buffalo Bills have already came with uh, two shutouts in four weeks so far. <laughs> Houston get once against Davis and Miami. Wilson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it's two just god awful defenses. Or offense, however, I mean, if you hold an NFL offense to less than <laughs> any, just no scores, zero scores, not even a field goal. Literally, all you have to do is get the ball to the thirty-five yard line, snap it back seven yards, and kick a fifty-two yarder, and you get three points. Two teams in the NFL could not do that against <laughs> the Buffalo Bills. Now that's not going to happen this week because the KC Chiefs are pretty good, obviously, offensively. Um, I just feel like the Bills defense is much better than the Chiefs. I mean, not that I just feel like it. It's the God honest truth. Um, and the Bills offense can really hang with the Chiefs. Um, they're not as good as the Chiefs, but Josh Allen can perform. Um, they're actually somewhat putting in a running game this year and it's somewhat working. Um, Emmanuel Sanders is finding a role in Buffalo. Um, Josh Allen really likes throwing to him, kind of settling into the number two behind Diggs. I think Buffalo can win this game and I'm going to take the two and a half. Um, I mean, before we go on, my only scare is Buffalo has had a has had their fair share of cakewalks the first couple weeks. Um, and my only thing that scares me is Kansas City is not a cakewalk. Granted, their defense is a liability. They've let up 30 points that. every week. OK, stick. And can you tell me who they played, please? Cleveland, run, run Baltimore, through. Chargers and Philly. Who? Kansas City. No, I don't care about Kansas City. I care about Buffalo. Buffalo's had a cakewalk. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Miami, they're doing Washington, what they're supposed Houston. to do against you know b- bad teams. Yes, like, yes, yes. You don't, you don't you don't want like you know just diminish a forty zero victory against other professional athletes. Will not deny that. We, we, I absolutely will not deny that. I do think this game is going to come down to the game winning field goal, and I mm. don't want to be on the wrong side of it. So I'm, that's why I'm not touching this game because I know it's going to. Sammy's got the right the right idea with the over. Um, I mean, I think honestly, personally, I think the over is so obvious. I want to go under just because I think the over is so obvious here. <laughs> um, but hands off, please. Manny, I think Buffalo's are. I think Buffalo's a better, uh, better football. Uh, whoa, better football team um, than the uh, than the Kansas City Chiefs are right now. Um, and it mostly comes down to the defense for uh, for Kansas City. I, I mean, I don't have to say it a third time. They can't stop a nosebleed. But I will start. I will say it a <laughs> third time. But um, it's just not good. It's just not good. 
And we've seen in the past, I mean, I don't want to go back to like a, a, a Giants reference here, but like we've seen Steve Spagnuolo when he doesn't have a good defense, when he doesn't have dudes that like don't allow him to do what he wants to do, which is like heavy zone, rush the passer, um, generate, uh, generate pressure from, you know, all over. If they don't have dudes that can do that, then he's going to get picked apart. And that's kind of what's happened this year. Um, I wouldn't see, I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo does more of the same and just picks apart Kansas city, but um, Kansas city's offense is, is probably good enough to keep them in the game, but has uh, a line, but I like Buffalo here. So last game we got here Monday night, we have the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Indianapolis Colts. And if you told me like, I don't know, five weeks ago, last week of the preseason that this was the Monday night game week four or week five, I'd be like, hell yeah, it's probably a good game. Those are probably mm-hmm. some pretty solid teams <laughs> fighting for a, you know, playoff team, but the Colts stink. So here we are. Um, it's Buffalo minus seven. Uh, and the total here is 46. Nick, you're the only one with a pick and it is on Indy and I'm going to call you a maniac and have you explain why you're not. Um, okay. So you're going to call me a maniac. Because, I am. And, and I think your reason is going to be the cold suspect offensive line missing on uh, Quinn and Nelson, which is, Louder. is valid. Um, their quarterback is Carson Wentz, which hasn't necessarily had the best career, which is valid, which I, I will not argue and, you know, I can't go against. Um, I bought the book and I bought the seven and a half, but I'm even comfortable taking seven. I think it's going to be a field goal game. Um, I like Indianapolis here. I really, I, I really, really do like Indianapolis here. I think they have a very good chance to possibly even win this game um, when it comes down to it. I think, the, I think Baltimore is kind of going to take a step back here and um, maybe think that Indians, oh, Indy's having a really bad year. I'm not going to worry about it too much, bro. It's not that big. Oh, my God. But it's going to be a big deal. Okay. I think Indy's got an offensive pass game this year. Uh, whether you believe it or not, I do think they have it between uh, Moali Cox as a tight end. Mm-hmm. I don't know that name. Learn that name. He's, he's like seven foot four, 600 pounds. He's a giant. Former basketball player. Yep, he's a gigantic human being. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. Is, is, is good. Zach Passel is a great um, – you know, slot inside wide receiver too. And then they also have, um, they have Paris Campbell who hasn't really had that much for you. You have Jonathan Taylor who put up hundred rushing yards last week. You have Norman Hines, or I call him Norman, but it's Naeem Hines. It's just Norman to me. You got Norman Hines in the backfield. And listen, I, I, I get Indianapolis defense hasn't been all that this year, but I just, it's something about Monday night that's talking to me. Um, Peyton Manning actually hit me up a couple days ago and said Colts plus seven. Mm. Um, yeah, if you don't believe me, then uh, just call me out on it because. It, it, <laughs> uh, yeah, who am I to doubt you? Yeah, Colts plus seven uh, Monday night. Give me that all day, every day. All right. I was on Indy uh, about 10 minutes ago before I decided to switch my last pick to the over Sunday night. So. I didn't even notice that. Thank you. Uh, I, I, respect that. I, I still, I still kind of believe in that defense a little bit. I think they've, you know, they have some solid guys back there, but 
this, this is an AFC showdown. These are two teams that have something to prove to the league. I think uh, I think Indianapolis more so than Baltimore, but I think mm-hmm. Baltimore has something to prove here. It's going to be a blood. It's going to be a bloodbath. I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of running in this game. Oh yeah, it's going to be close the whole entire time, and that's why the over under is forty six because they Vegas already knows the game script is going to be run the ball, chew the clock, run the ball, chew the clock. Um, and I think Indy can play right to that. Give me Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz knows how to throw a football. Pat, okay. Carson Wentz, <laughs> Carson Wentz has a better chance to throw the football 15 yards downfield than Lamar Jackson, I think, especially because Lamar only has Marquise Hollywood Brown to bust the top open. You, put, you keep the top, top down with Hollywood Brown, I think you're okay. Keep the top down with Hollywood Brown. I feel that's a good like that. place to end it, uh, to end it <laughs> as ever. So, um, anybody's got any final thoughts? Let's go, Giants. Third time I'm betting on them. It's week five. Yeah, <laughs> me too. No? Good for you guys. I don't have the balls to do that. Keep I it going. Have, yeah. I don't have the Giants in the meeting. So. You think balls is Giants. the reason that I have the Giants as a pick and not just utter stupidity? <laughs> could be both. Could be both. Stupidity right? comes from the balls. So. The Giants are scaring me as an overall team. I mean, it's, it's just the New York – it's like betting on the New York Mets. You can never trust anything. Sure. Sure. All right. Well, I think that's uh, – I think that just about wraps, uh, wraps everything up here at the Caps on Sports podcast. You can find us at – Stick, I botched this last week, so help me out here. Where are our socials? Our socials are Caps on Sports on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Website, CapsOnSports.com. Um, pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Personal socials, you can find us tagged all on that uh, Taps on Sports feed yeah, somewhere hit, along the line. Hit the socials, hit the socials, hit us hard. Yeah, hit the action networks, hit the socials. Hit the action networks, hit us. You guys don't think we're taking this? If you don't think we're taking this shit, you're, you're lying to yourself. So just check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, uh, that wraps everything up. So until next week, I look forward to hosting you folk again. No, uh, or no, 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 no. <laughs> all right, later, everybody.